Welcome back, Rage Nation. Got myself Pete here. That's yeah. not really exciting. You got Senior Dixon. I don't think that's appropriate. And you got Monsieur Leopard. Explorers deserved it. No. Absolutely. I was disgusted. I cannot believe they've done this. Why is wacky? Why is that good? It's just nonsense. I disagree on that. That's not possible. <laughs> We're getting the band back together. We're on a mission. Yeah. Now, now we've got a whole new list of things to complain about. Welcome back, Rage Nation. We are at it again. Got myself, Pete, here. And we got us a, a pair of uh, people on with us. We got Dixon, of course. But we also invited on Landon to come on and talk with us about some bands format. So welcome back onto the show there, Landon. Thanks, Pete. Happy to be here. Yep. We, uh, I think that a lot of times when we talk about tournament stuff, we obviously like talking to a lot of different people who are very active in tournament scenes. And Landon, you're always going to events, playing in a lot of different formats. So I think I think that you'll have a lot of interesting things to say about the band format. Yeah, I've definitely tried it enough. Um, it's a it's an interesting format. It's very different from normal foe at times. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And we'll talk about some of the pros and cons uh, here in a minute. But before we get into it, make sure that you guys are checking us out. You can do that by going on to our YouTube channel. We're trying to put a video out on that now. About every other week we're getting one out there. And uh, yeah, lots of good stuff coming on that. And then we also have our Discord channel that has gotten a ton of people. And that's probably because Pete is actually putting the link in all the description (laughs) stuff. So thanks for everybody for actually clicking on that. And then finally, if you want to support us directly, you can do that by going to patreon.com slash ragequitwire, where you can support us for as little as a dollar. You get the content early. You get to uh, hang out on the live recordings and ask us questions and interact with the people that are on the episodes. And then finally, you can also support us by using our affiliation link if you buy stuff from Weird. And that's please give us give us your money, please. Thank you, dash weird.com slash ragequitwire. And a little bit goes back to the podcast, especially with all this Rezzer nonsense that Pete has been buying. It helps a little bit, but not a lot. I'm still spending a lot of money. <laughs> and I'm. it looks like, guys, I'm going to be spending even more money. I don't know if you have seen the new models that are coming out here in the next few months, but man, they look sweet. Yeah, the Ghost Heater is exciting yeah. uh, as a pretend orange model. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they because I saw there's some Ashes of Al- Malifaux stuff coming out. The Rezzers are getting a starter box coming out soon. So there's some really cool stuff coming out the first part of this year. Of course, one of the boxes is a Jack Dawn Karai box, and I don't play either one of those. So um, Never too late to start. I, I just don't know. Karai... I don't know. Karai is interesting mainly because her totem is so just disgusting. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing that's so appealing is like, do I want to, you know, terrify and, you know, terrorize my local meta with a curio? Yep. I don't, I don't think they're ready for that. <laughs> I think that they need to, you know, rip that bandage off. Like that's basically what I've been doing with Harley. It's like, all right, Harley, we're doing this. Let's play. I don't know. I don't know if you, uh, if, uh, Trevor, you know, sent you any messages about last night's game, Dixon, but no. man, he, he was having some feel bads about Molly and plant explosives, just stealing his lunch money. Yeah. It was, yeah. Pretty, it was pretty bad. That's her strongest strategy in GG four, in my opinion. Yeah. So, um, I mean, he did, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He, 
he did send me some messages, but I don't remember them being specifically about the game. More like he felt strongly about it. I don't know what you want to say about that, though. Yeah. I just told him that, you know, it, it when you play against Molly, it's hard to pick schemes that, that are scheme marker based because Molly can just get rid of them so easily. Yeah. And I don't know about you, Landon, but like the way that I've learned to deal with it is just accept that I'm going to lose two to four soul stones and not have a cash higher than five. And so far, <laughs> that has, that's how I've been winning games. Like, we could attest to that. That's actually been the I, winning I strategy also, for me, quote unquote. I think you also just try to kill Molly's models when they present themselves. Well, yes, but I, I do it literally with losing the soul stones in mind. But anyway, yeah. how, do, uh, how do you... Yeah, I just kill Gruel again. There you go. How? Um, how? Uh, it depends on what I'm playing. Well, that's the thing. Know? Like, Pete keeps him outside of line of sight, away from everything, and waits for, like, the last two activations. Then they come in and ruin your day. Or at I, least I that mean, was by my experience. If you have some kind of control, like, activation control in your keyword, I mean, like, so, obviously, Landon plays a lot of uh, Yoko or whatever her face is. And also true. Past tokens can get around, you know, the... Uh, the double activation of like the Kruligans and stuff. So that becomes less powerful. So that's always a good way to deal but, with it. Yeah. But how do you kill Like uh, what, what are you waiting or how are you forcing them to come in? Realistically, it's just been a really long time. since I played against Molly, but if you wanted my answers to how I'd be doing it currently, if I had to, yeah. it's probably just Amonazako with a focus, just, just flying 19 inches across the board and one shotting a Kruligan. Yeah. They I think mobile, hard mobile wounds. Wounds. Right, that's why you use a flicker and a focus. That's why yeah. you're saying I'm on Osako. Yes. I completely did not. Is I that the giant that. demon looking thing? Yeah, that's the giant demon looking lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been testing a lot of her in GG4 to mixed results. Oh my yeah. god, that but is dirty. I still think I like her. <laughs> I don't know, I mean, that's kind of one of the things that's uh, leading us into this conversation. Because a lot of people are, you know, figuring out gaining grounds for... But especially with newer players and even people who've been playing in, you know, tournaments here and there, I think sometimes when they go to a tournament and it's a banned tournament, I think that sometimes new players especially don't know what to ban or what they should ban because, you know, maybe they're not as familiar with the format. They don't know what the faction they're playing against has. They don't know what could really hurt them in that, you know, in that strategy or the pool or the board, whatever. So we're going to talk about that. But before we get into what we think is some good just general targets, because I think for newer players, it's good to be like, hey, here's some general good keywords to ban for each faction. And then maybe we'll talk about corner case scenarios as well. But I want to talk about the format first. And I think most places I've seen with a ban format, it's been, you know, you can bring double masters and it's just the ban format. Um I haven't been to any singles band formats. Singles is when you can't bring them at a second master. Most tournaments in the U.S., I think you can bring a second master when you do bands format. So um, I've been to probably three or four tournaments with that now. And I have some things I like and dislike about it. But I want to get some of your general ideas first, Landon, and then you, Dixon. Yeah, so I usually like to suggest actually a couple keywords for my opponent whenever they're like, I don't know what to ban. You know, sometimes sometimes irrelevant keywords in there, sometimes it's not. But you know, I always like to give them enough information that they can come to a decision on what they think might be the right answer, regardless of whether or not it's in my bag. That's a whole other problem with the bans format. But um, so, so do you do you think then that the ban format's good in general, or are you kind of indifferent to it, or do you think it's bad? 
Um, I think it's a tough call. It's definitely a different format, and I think if we're going to allow master hiring into the game, it's generally neat uh, as far as uh, just something to kind of let people feel better about that. Because I know there's a lot of buzz about whether or not the U.S. plays correctly by allowing you to hire masters or not. And I think bans is the acceptable compromise on that. Yeah, yeah, because um, I, I think that especially when we had a lot of problems with like Hoffman 2 and Mayfang, that was a big, you know, kind of combo that a lot of people, this was before bans, and people were really having like getting their butt hurt about that. And I think that's one of the reasons why, I think there's two reasons why Weird kind of is allowing this format or recommends or, you know, says this is one of the available formats is because if there's a broken combo, you can ban the broken combo before it even is available to get hired. So, you know, for example, if if somebody back then hired Mei Fang and then you know that Mei Fang and Hoffman is the bad combo, you can go, cool, I'm going to ban Augmented. You can't bring that. And that busts up the combo before it even hits the board. Um, and the second reason I think they allow it is because I think there is just some models that are are hard counters and sometimes that's a feel bad for a faction. So I know me being playing Rezzers right now, if I play against Guild and they pick, let's just say, let's just say they pick Hoffman, I'm like, cool, I don't want to see any Lady Justice crap on the board because she tends to, you know, sometimes tear tear Rezzers apart. So that gives me the ability to be like, you want to know, I don't want to see this. Uh, maybe I'm playing something that can bury. I'm like, I don't want her to attack my buried crap, so let's ban her keyword. And I think that's two of the positives of it. I think the negatives of it is just kind of like, well, you know, learn to play the game, learn to counter the good stuff, and, you know, eventually figure it out. And I think that's the two sides of the coin, if you ask me. Well, I mean, to be fair, I think it's more based on faction. Okay, so just to get out of the way, the example that I have in my head is in Neverborn, I have like two to three models that have Ruthless. And if you ban the the freaking uh carver or whatever other one of those models that i have i'm stuck with like the rider which is kind of meh you know so it's i like the bands i just wish that there was a little bit more fairness in all the factions for it to be the availability of tools maybe yeah just little things like that because like as it is right now some factions are getting hurt really badly in my opinion I think you can actually narrow it down more than just factionally, because to me how bands has always worked is that if I'm going to play bands for precisely the reasons that both of you have addressed, there's going to be, you know, a f keyword in my faction that has access to the tech you might need for a matchup, right? And not knowing whether or not you're going to need that tech before you go into the matchup kind of just dictates what keyword you can declare, because otherwise you might just be left without it, right? Yeah. And so this is actually the long story of how I became a Yoko 2 spammer. As uh, around the time I started playing a lot of her is when events were doing these singles bands type formats. And I thought to myself, well, I want to be able to hire Charm Warder. Because Charm Warder is an important, iconic piece of counter tech with, you know, uh, Exorcism and uh, Lantern, which, you know, respectively kill summon models and stop demise, right? Yep. And so it's not in just one keyword, it's in two keywords, which means it's twice as likely to get banned. And so if I'm not playing either of those keywords, I can be pretty confident that I'm never going to have access to a charm order. So yeah, even I... just within Thunder is a faction that's kind of privileged for tech, right? 
you start getting pinholed into playing specific crews by bands just by the fact that if you want something that you'll need for a matchup, as Pete said, you know, the keywords that have difficulty because they get countered are going to ban that every time. Yeah, I found that if I want to play Manos and Rezzers, that I have to play on low because if I don't, a lot of times people are banning Ancestor just so they don't have to deal with Yon Low. Exactly. And I've kind of forgotten how to play him because I'm like, man, I haven't played Manos and Yon Low in a while, so maybe I just need to play a Yon Low game to, you know, dust off the, the, the. Of course, Manos is pretty. He's he's really good, so he's pretty flexible to play, and it's like a bike. You you remember how to play him once he's on the board, but. Yeah, it's just it, it's definitely a format that I think's interesting. I I think it benefits the player with more knowledge of the game though because I can look at what I'm playing and say, "Okay, I'm playing into Arcanus. I have some demise stuff. I don't want to I don't want them messing with my demise, so I'm going to ban uh Loeth and whatever keyword he's in." So, um and then I, you don't have I to don't worry about it. I don't disagree at all. Yeah. I have a practical example of this. Actually, in Texas, we were playing the bands format, mm-hmm. and uh, my opponent for one of my rounds, he was asking me what there was available to bands, so I started, you know, giving a couple list of things, and then he asked me, well, what ignores armor? And I started listing off a bunch of different keywords that had stuff that ignored armor, and ultimately, I know I said Wastrel at some point in time, but I was like, oh, there's Desper, he ignores armor and Wastrel, and just forgot about mentioning the precise upgrade. And then ultimately he chooses yeah. something that's not Wastrel. I hire McCabe as a second master, and he's playing Von Schiel. All of his stuff has armor and shielded, yeah. and this precise McCabe is just carving through all of it, right? And so if he knew a little bit more about Ten Thunders, or about McCabe specifically, yeah. he'd know that that was a really important thing for his game plan to kind of weed out. I think he ended up banning Honeypot instead, which <laughs> oh. admittedly was a model I would have hired out of keyword kitty but it wasn't the same level of impact well yeah because kitty's like getting your cards and you know doing some shenanigans no kitty is the incorporeal that drops this uh uh, oh yeah i was thinking maddox there yeah maddox is the one i mean still rig the deck too which is pretty good for getting cards but yeah yeah that's (laughs) it's definitely not the same as as good for i was gonna say and not only that you know mccabe's also reducing you know your your stats by one and it's just, it's pretty brutal, especially if you're armor. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so... so I, I tend to agree that knowledge is important. Yeah, and I think that's why this episode's important and why we're talking about it, because I want to give newer players a little ammunition to have good general ideas on, on these are keywords that are good that you might want to consider banning. And then I think you want to get familiar with your keyword and get experience on what just murders the crap out of your crew like if you're playing armor you should be very aware if you're in a band's format what is some anti-armor stuff that you might want to ban so you have less stuff to worry about so i think that's kind of why i want we wanted to do this episode uh, uh for sure so i think just for kind of because we're all pretty competitive players here so i'm playing resers right now Landon, what faction are you? Are you still focused on 10 Thunders or do you bounce to a different faction for the start of this? I don't really bounce a lot. I just play 10 Thunders because that's what I own. On Vassal, I'll dabble a little bit, like I'm playing Guild for this next Vassal event. Okay. But I wouldn't say that I really have played to any great extent anything outside of Thunders and Guild. Yeah, and Dixon, have you settled down in anything or are you still kind of wandering about? I'm just wondering about. I I am going to play Neverborn in this 
next Vassal event because I, like I said, I'm going to try to start going to events online at least. Mm -hmm. uh, by the way, Landon, I, if you can please lend me uh, a link or something because I just couldn't find it the other day how to actually sign myself up. <laughs> For the latest Vassal event? I think signups might be closed, unfortunately. For they, the one uh... in February? The one in February, I don't know. They're doing one in January, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that one's closed. Started. I tried, and I couldn't get into that one, so I was like, oh, okay, maybe I messed up. I thought it was just reacting to the message. Anyway. Yeah, no, that's for the January but one. But yeah, I'm going to be playing Neverborn on that event, see where everything falls, and then see where I go from there. Yeah, so I think the way we'll do this is let's kind of go about faction by faction here. And then what we'll do is we'll talk about some kind of like general bans that were like, okay, if I was playing against Guild in general, here's one that I might ban. And then think about kind of what you're currently playing a lot of. So like I'm playing a lot of Molly and a lot of Yan Lo. So I'm going to think about in my perspective what I would want to ban then as well being a Rezzer player in those keywords. And you guys can do the same. And I think it'll be a pretty interesting conversation as we go through it. So... Let's just kind of go uh, in order on the app here. So we're going to start with Arcanist. So Arcanist, you guys can tell me, but I think Arcanist is one of the harder ones to ban because I think a lot of their versatiles are very good. Um, so we'll start with uh, with you, Landon. So if you were playing against an Arcanist player in general, what are kind of like Wait, a couple of the highlights? The idea was with strats. You say the strat and then... I don't think, I don't think we're going to do it for every strat just because... Okay. Well, because I just think that would take way too long. All right. That's why I say general and then just kind of go into it that way. Just I think this. I'm also not certain that strategy is going to have an impact on yeah. it for me a lot of the time as far as what I'm going to ban. Maybe like once in a blue moon for a certain faction, but generally speaking, I think a lot of them are clear cut to me personally. Uh, I think I can narrow Arcanist down to three. And it's kind of going to depend on what you want to not see from your opponent. Mm -hmm. So Corfi Duet is in Performer, and I think that's one of the easiest ones to just call yeah, out of the blue. That's true. Um, Corfi Duet can kind of get slotted into any Arcanist crew and do pretty well in the fact that it's difficult to kill, it offers you activation control, and the things that piece can do on the board are just so versatile because it has so much AP that it can really get done whatever it needs to get done. Yeah, and you, all, you also catch Cassandra and Carlos with that, which also see a lot of different crews as well. Yeah, for sure. Especially true. if you're like playing against Sandeep, I would definitely Sandeep. double down on that performer ban. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, when I soloed Sandeep, Landon, I think almost everybody banned. Like it's almost like the word was out. They was just performer got banned the whole tournament. Yeah, I mean that's the key. Yeah, one. that would happen. Well, yeah. what if what if you're playing against performer? Then what would be the case? So there, I don't know if I'd ban it against Performer, but the other two that came to my mind off the top of my head were Elemental and uh, December. And Elemental was for Wind Golem, because Wind Golem was yeah. Soulstone Cash. Yeah, boy. That thing does a lot of work, regardless of whether you're playing Sandeep. That's true. That is true. And then I'm guessing Silent Ones? Is that why you're banning Rasputina? No. Yeah, Silent Ones is where I would be banning for December. Oh, blessed December. <laughs> that would be the first thing. That now. too. I mean, Blessed of December is just uh, the, uh, what do you call it, Wind Golem at home. Okay, I see what you're saying. So you think that Wind Golem has now superseded the Blessed of December, even oh, though yeah. it costs... Like... Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cause, like, it, costs it might be two, two more. more stones, yeah. but it's, like, way harder to kill. Oh, absolutely. And it offers a lot more versatility on the board than Blessed does. Blessed mm. will, like, leap and score you points and maybe kill, like, a Scheme Runner. Yeah. 
if you stop to give it focus somehow, like the who you get all a bunch of AOE damage, repositioning, you know, okay. the ability to yeah, like that's yeah. I, Wing Golem's hmm. good. I I'm gonna have to like look at my list now because like that is true. Like the Wind Golem, I just haven't tried to put the Wind Golem in the in Arcanist because I haven't played Arcanist since Pete picked it up. Yeah, and I just want to highlight Silent One for a small bit, because it's kind of like a weird model to call out if you're not familiar with why it would be banned, right? Because you look at this thing, and it's like a six-stone minion with a bunch of, like, keyword-situated text. <laughs> and the number one reason is that most people just hire this thing to slap arcane training on it, or magical training, whatever it's called, yep. for uh, an extra card. And then it's just, like, a reasonably viable backline support piece for just, like, a little bit of healing... Uh, sometimes those ice pillars can block off points so that, you know, you have to destroy them or do stuff to get to your strategies. And so it's, it looks innocent, but once you've played against a really good player playing a silent one as like an IOQ or take, you'll be like, oh, I can see why people would ban this. Yeah, but yeah. The, the range healing's good in this GG. It's good for also some anti-scheming because it's just, it's kind of hanging out in the back line. So, I mean, you could put it on the back ballots, you could put it on the back, um, Raid the Vaults, one of those markers. So yeah. it, it, it can just kind of do some denial. Puts out slow, I think, as well. And, and the range healing is just the big one. It's just I mean, pretty good. Healing. Well, it like can also interact inches. through the pillars. Uh, it, if I remember correctly, they said that doesn't count as base to base, though. What I was it doesn't gonna... count as base to base, but for vaults, you only have to be within one inch, not saying. base to base. I see what you're saying. For vaults, for vaults, and for I think it's the same way for covert. And for cloak and dagger, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah cloak and dagger, not covert ops, right? Yeah, different yeah. GG. Well, what I was gonna say is like she is like a healer, 16 inches out, no line of sight, basically necessary, because she draws line of sight through the the ice pillars too. Because the only thing that the ice pillars cares about is triggers. Other than that, you literally can just shoot everything through them. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, so I, looking at Arcanist, I agree kind of with what you said there, Landon. The only thing that I would probably think about banning as well is probably just, depending on the pool, just banning Augmented. Uh, just because hmm. if, you're, if you're worried about seeing like Joss, because a lot of people who reach for him out of keyword... I think that's that's a solid ban as well. If you're really worried about irreducible damage, I thought that um, he was or the ruthless, that because oh. I think he's like one yes. of the two ruthless models they got. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, and, and the other one's Rasputin. <laughs> I was gonna ask and yeah. the writer, I think, and yeah, the writer is also ruthless. Uh, I was gonna ask, does, is he not versatile? I thought he was versatile. No. Wow, oh, that's right, he's not. Yeah, Machina. I thought Machina was all versatile, but I don't think he is Machina. Yeah, so I mean that's that's he the main is reason. Up, but he's also augmented. Yeah, that that's the main reason I would ban uh, augmented is if you're really worried about that. If especially if I was playing like double hanged or something, right in uh, in uh, resers, I would be like, yep, I don't want to see Joss. Do uh, not, not want to see that. <laughs> and I think that's I think that's kind of what the second part of this right is. As a reser player, have a lot of terrifying. There's some manipulative stuff in my crews, and I'm just like, if if. Joss gets in the wrong spot. He could just murder the crap out of things. And and especially Hanged, who can use Soul Stones. They're terrifying, 13. Uh, it, it They would just vapor rise with Joss coming in. So that would be, that would be a good ban for me if I brought Hanged. <laughs> what about you, Dixon? Anything stand out to you that you're just kind of like, man, I really hate seeing this, so I would ban it? No, no. The two main ones were Performer 
and I didn't think about Elemental, but like, well, I know, December. I know when I was on my Colette kick there, you definitely hated a lot of those performer models. I, yeah, I, I mean, but I played against you when you were playing performer itself. So yes, yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and, no, and, uh, performer literally for the same reasons in December because of the two models that I said, but now I got to look into Elemental because that is very true. The wing golem with Soulstone Cash. To be fair, I haven't seen an Arcanist player bring it out of keyword with the uh, with the Wind Golem, but I know it's good enough where I, there's a lot of crews I wouldn't want to see it for sure. Okay, it's pricey. It is thirteen points, right? I play a lot of Sandeep yeah. though, so I'm used to like three ten so Soulstone models in my list. So yeah, it doesn't but scare me off. I saw the keyword with the upgrade. That's thirteen yeah. points, so it's true. <laughs> that is true. So. Yeah, I think those are some good calls for Arcanist, for sure. Definitely think about what your keyword likes and doesn't like to see and kind of go off of that. But I think those are kind of the big ones for what you might want to think of with uh, with the old Arcanist there. I think the next one, this one's kind of interesting with, uh, with Bayou. So Bayou's got a lot of different types of stuff. <laughs> I'm just... I think Bayou might be one of the harder ones to ban because I'm like, they're all kind of like, I, there's not, I mean, not a lot of things I look in Bayou where I'm just like, man, I really don't want to see that. Most of the time now, it's I feel like I ban um, I ban the Fisher, yeah, Angler and the Fisher Folk type stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's where a lot of my ban power is going right now with yes. Bayou. I was going to say, it's like, I think you're trolling, right? Because like, I think it's obvious. Angler. I think Uncle Bog's the big reason there. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. If it's not Uncle Bog, you're, you're banning... Uh, uh, Trixie, but like usually you're playing against Trixie, so you can't ban Trixie. Trixie, yeah, Big Brain Bryn. Yeah, I could see that. I as don't well. know if I hate Big Brain Bryn enough to ban him, but I don't disagree that it's definitely a thought. My thought, if it's not Angler, and don't get me wrong, it's Angler every time you're not playing against Angler. Yeah, is probably Whizbang actually because Alphonse, Alphonse. is a very strong pick yes. that takes itself out of keyword a lot. That is so um, annoying. That is so true. Yeah, I think I think Alphonse is there. Sometimes people like to bring the first mate, so maybe you ban Zip's keyword. Um, but uh, I, I think there's enough alternatives. I think Swamp yeah, Fiend. I, instead of Infamous, you ban Swamp Fiend if you're gonna ban the first mate. I think I agree with that yeah. too. What else are you bringing out of Swamp Fiend though? Zillards. I was gonna Zerata. say. A second master, Zoraida. Zoraida. Yeah, that's, that's true. also true. Yeah, yeah, no, that's actually, I forgot to take into Second account. master Who? zip's definitely still a thing, but I think second master Zoraida is just a little I, bit more popular. I feel like, so, and and you guys can probably remember, well, not you, Dixon, because you weren't there, but Landon was. So, Landon, the first year Malifaux did the Captain Con uh, tournament, right? It was right after titles came out, and it seemed like everybody was doing like this Zoraida plus, you know, one of the new titles combos. So I was seeing like... I think some, I do remember that. There was like Zoraida uh, and Titania, Zoraida and like Dreamer. And it's yeah, just like... I think Zoraida and Pandora is what got to yes, that was number two at the event. Yes. yes. Was that... Who who ran that? Somebody ran it. It was... Um, I used to know the name of the gentleman, no, but, but I think he stopped playing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that Unless is... He's fallen out of memory. He got Zoraida nerfed pretty hard. Like, not into yeah. the ground, obviously, but very, very hard. So, I mean, you're definitely true. If you 
and you know, I just had a game against Dixon where I wanted to punch him through the computer, and he was yeah, playing Zoraida. That did happen. So, <laughs> so I can I can vouch that banning Zoraida if you're worried about the double master is never a bad choice. So if you're worried about, you're like, I don't want to deal with Zoraida as a second master, definitely ban it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the the cheating thing about Zoraida is the only ability you lose is the one that nobody ever remembers is on the card anyways. So it's not really a downside taking her as a second. Yeah, so I definitely think that banning the Clampets and then banning Zoraida's keyword, probably the two that you're going to see the most, I don't, do you guys really, so do you worry about Alphonse that much that you would ban him? Because yeah, he's pretty good. He's, I mean, I feel like people are bringing him for the toss when they bring him out of t- keyword. That's really good. Yeah, toss is really good. That's like one of the best actions for for uh, getting an alpha strike. But like, are you, yes, there. but are you banning it just because you're worried about that toss? That's what I'm asking. Yeah, we are answering I mean, yes. he still has like a lot of other good stuff on his card, but also yes. <laughs> He's just like the best model with toss in the faction. That is definitely Maybe true. if I'm playing against like a big hat or something where I've already banned Angler anyways, yeah. but assuming I can't ban Angler or don't want to because I know it's not in his bag or something, you know, that might be a situation where I know the keyword already has toss and maybe they're not reaching for Alphonse. Yeah. And but I don't know if there's anything I care about banning more anyways. Well, I, I like feel Alphonse is still really good in that keyword. I feel like the other keywords for Bayou are too synergistic that they don't work great out of keyword. So, like, especially if you look at Ophelia, Brewmaster, um, Somer, I mean, a lot of those keywords you're not going to see out of keywords. Some people like bringing the, uh, the whiskey so like golem. Alphonse works well in all three of those, though. Yes, yes, I will agree. So, I just, I guess I've never, when I'm thinking about banning something, it's either, like, this is a silver bullet that I don't want to deal with, or the general, whole, like, oh, the big chunk of the keywords really good. So that's kind of what I look at with bands when I'm kind of doing it. So somebody like Alphonse tossing, I would be worried when I saw it, but I can also be like, okay, I just have to deal with that when it's on I the mean, board. My my main four in order would be that it would be Angler number one, then Trixie for a couple of models, uh, Bryn and the 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 Bushwhackers because Bushwhackers can actually be a problem. And then oh, yeah, I brought him out of keyword. Yeah, then Swamp Fiend, and then finally, uh, in my opinion, would be uh, uh, the Wong keyword. Well, I think if somebody declares Zip, I would I would think hard about banning uh, Trixie just because Zip dunking things into pit traps is something I've done plenty of times, and it it gets brutal if you're not able to fight it off. I was gonna say it can get very cancerous with just two attacks. Like yeah. oh, dunk, dunk. That's it, game. I killed Hinamatsu that way in uh, in not this year's Houston tournament, but the previous. <laughs> Nick Westbrook brought Hinamatsu in a Yoko 2 list, and I just chucked her into the pit trap, and she just died just from That'd that. That'd do it. That will do it. Armor 2 doesn't save you now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty good call out for the same if they're actually playing Whizbang to ban the pit trap making keyword, because Wong can actually just make pit traps fall from the sky. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. So... I guess that's pro- that's actually probably the best reason to ban Trixie is just not wanting to see pit traps. Yep. I, I mean, I can I guess an example of, of why we said Angler, but I don't think we went a little too much into it. So I'm just going to point out, I had a game with Big Hat where I brought uh, Uncle Bog. And Uncle Bog basically teleported Lenny from corner deployment past the midline, about like four or five inches past the midline. 
with full actions. Like, he didn't have to charge or anything. Yeah. So, that's kind of absurd. And that's yeah, the main reason while why... While drawing you a bunch of cards. While yeah, drawing I, you... Thank you. That, yes, Landon. That's number one reason why I think you ban Angler, in your mind at least, and then look at what your opponent you know wants to do. Yeah, and... Bog's the biggest reason. I have seen people also bring anti-mel out of keyword. I don't think it's as good as some of us in the Bayou thought it was going to be out of keyword, but it's still something to look out for. But Bog's the big reason. He's just really good in finding himself in a lot of lists. Um, any any random thing that somebody has brought out a keyword that has made you think about banning a keyword that you just don't want to see? Besides, obviously, Alphonse was kind of the the one that you uh, that you guys picked out there. I don't think of any other ones that I'm like banning for a random reason. It used to be it used to be kin when Francois was a beast, but we don't have to worry yeah. about that anymore. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know yeah. why you mentioned it. He's not even worth mentioning anymore. <laughs> you could. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> he would likes you, to rub the salt. In. Would you ah, ban kin okay. if you were worried about Sammy? I don't know if that's ever crossed your mind. I honestly too. think I would, but. Because I actually value Sammy pretty high. Same, same. We um, we all like we everybody in this podcast right now does the same. <laughs> That's the only reason I think I would ban Kin is if I was really worried about Sammy. But you can also just ban Whizbang and hit Sammy at the same oh, time. Oh, you're right. She is dual, isn't she? Yep. Mm-hmm. That's true. Okay. You, you so I think the smart those. move. I, I think the smart move then is just to ban Whizbang. Now you got you both have convinced me. Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, the only time that I would bring out Sammy against people is if they have like willpower four or five and we're playing raids. So this is one of those examples where like the strategy does matter, at least to me. Yeah, it makes oh, sense. Oh yeah, no, I, I get you. Cause yeah, glimpse is just super nasty in that particular situation. Yeah. Sammy was really good last gaining grounds. Cause so much of it was like, I'm going to fight here and you just say, no, you're going to go get buried and fight over there. Yeah. Go where I the did. totem is in the back of the line. <laughs> I did. So I was playing against, uh, in a tournament, I was playing against uh, Hoffman, and I just kept using Sammy to bury Hoffman and bury uh, the Peacekeeper. And I was just like, yeah, you can just not be on the center line. That'll be great. And I forget what he had. It, it might have been – I forget what crappy little robot it was. but he, he, they, <laughs> It was he just, probably the mech attendant. It yeah. probably was just hanging out in the back. I'm like, cool, go hang out with your buddy. <laughs> yeah, that guy over there? Yeah, that guy. <laughs> uh, but, right. yeah. That, I think that that really does cover Bayou. I think you're right. I think those are some good call-outs on, on things you want to consider banning for sure. Okay, well, we have this one. This one's a little weird because I'm not sure. Oh, easy for me. Waster number one. Bang. Well, I was going to say, I think looking at Explorer Society, I do lean pretty mu- pretty hard. Ooh. So there's two that there's two that I lean towards. One is Wastrel. But then the other one's actually Anya because I don't want to see Winston's face anywhere on the board. No, no, no. I missed. I sorry. I said Wastrel because I thought Jin Bakra was Wastrel because I only. No, he's an Umbra. Thank you. Yeah, he's an, he's an Ivan. He's yeah, he's dual. an Ivan. So which is I'm, also worth banning. Yeah, I would say actually number one Dua, and then I will have to think about the second one. It's just that my brain got confused because if I play Wastrel, I was playing Jin. Well, yeah. So, so if you're worried, I would say if me. you're worried about the double master, I think it's McCabe. If you're worried about a couple of brutal models, I think it's Anya and Ivan. That's true. All right, what was that, Landon? So this one's tough for me because there's like at least one model I can think of in a half dozen of the keywords yeah. that 
probably would be worth mentioning. But I definitely would say that you'll know when you want to ban Wastrel based on the crew that you're bringing. Yeah. If, and if Double Masters are allowed. If Double Masters aren't allowed, I don't think you care. There's not really any Wastrel models in uh, the faction beyond yeah. you know the Master. I think there's Rough Riders, and yeah. that's not a real solid ban. No. Um, so if there's... Firstly, if there's no ma dual masters, then you probably just don't ban Wastrel. But, you know, my thermal nuclear take for y'all might just be Apex to ban out Model 9. Okay. Um, this is, of course, assuming that you have already decided you don't care about the pass token from Jin. Right. Which I don't think is as much of a big deal in this GG as it was in GG3. Really? But it's still obviously, like, helpful. Huh. So I, I who, mean, touched you, very... who touched you with Model 9 that has you wanting to ban him? <laughs> so, like, this is just, like, one of those theory craft things that i've done in my head and i'm like this model is actually good and underplayed Thank i think so. i don't I think know if anyone's right. touched me with it dixon but like it's got a bonus action to move five inches right like that's pretty good yeah, yeah, yeah. on your henchman for three ap if you're not prepared for armor two armor two can be kind of hard to deal with um yep defense six and armor then two. like he's got running gun on top of that so this guy's just really freaking fast at trying to go find your tiny squishy models in the back line like your Kruligans or what have you, um, to just kind of get them picked off. And then when he's done killing the models he knows he's there to kill, rather than getting locked in melee, he just uses his bonus and then he just leaves. <laughs> I, he hope, scores points. I hope Trevor's not listening to this. I play a lot against Trevor in our local meta, and he plays Explorers. And I hope he doesn't hear that because I don't want to see Model 9 on the board. He is ridiculously yeah. mobile. And I played you're right. He would he would murder a Kruligan pretty quick. Yeah, I played him against yeah. Pete uh, quite a few you pissed me off. He is he is exactly what you said. It's not even that's not theory crafting. That's, I was just that's what I'm he over here with a cavern nephilim and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna score this VP over here, and model nine just goes blah, across blah, the blah, board, blah, blah. yeah, denies it, and then kills him. Yeah, he's like, take four, <laughs> take two, take five, he's dead. It's like, what the crap just happened? Yeah, that was my <laughs> exact thoughts. Yeah, and like the thing that I think made people not think Model 9 was any good, myself included, for a long time, is in keyword, he just doesn't have enough support yeah, for like making him really good. But you take him in like Maxine or someone who has more movement or focus or fast for him, and then he suddenly starts looking really good. If you can Dude, give him focus outside fast... of activate... No, if you can give him focus outside of activation, that is that and tossing him off the table. Those two things put together, and he's gold. Yeah, yeah, and like Jerry oh. does both of those things. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that's the reason why I mentioned it because I I have thought about it. I just don't like EVS that much, so I haven't gone deeply into it. But oh, I, not EVS. I was talking about bygone, but EVS also can do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought I would you say both EVS. those crews for sure. Okay, uh, bygone. You say I got to think about that. <laughs> I like that thought too. I hadn't thought about that. See, and, yeah, you and this is kind of where fast, then you give them shielded and focus. Well, this is where I think explorers gets tricky because everything you're saying is like, yeah, I'm totally on board with that. That sucks. But then I think of specific specifically if you play against somebody who knows what they're doing with Winston, Winston can just be so problematic, it's ridiculous. I like, mean, I hate seeing him. I feel on like board. Winston's an easy substitute because like Winston's job is to just score points Yeah, and you can find another way to score points that isn't Winston fit again. Like I can get what you're saying where he's annoying and luck thief is a real bastard to get through. Anarchan Reservoir. But, like I think dirigible rides probably the thing I've had the most negative experience with actually. Cause dirigible ride, especially when you want to be in position for certain things, especially on like ballots and raids is where I think that's kind of like, 
a big issue for a dirigible ride displacing you. That's where I'm just kind of like, yeah, a dirigible ride gets pretty nasty just picking up your stuff and moving it. Interesting. Yep. Um, and he is difficult to deal with. I feel like I haven't had that issue before, but I have to figure out why. Um, I'm probably you haven't played against somebody that plays Winston Finnegan. Just that's it. That doesn't mean that. I mean, I have. I've played against the model a lot. Okay. Nope. There's no gun on it. And then I think when he interacts, he also put he also puts distracted distracted out, so he kind of can control yeah. an area. Um. Yeah. I, don't know. I just never feel like I've had a problem with him for nine points, but like he's definitely defendable as a higher. I don't know. Yep. The biggest two things that I like him for are basically luck thief and don't mind me. Yeah, for sure. Don't mind can, me is probably the big one in this edition. You this can rounds. dirigible ride an enemy, uh, price of progress to get the trigger, uh, and ride along with it with the enemy. And because you have don't mind me after that, you can like ballots or you know anything really after that. Yeah. That's been and my then, experience playing him. And then I think if you are playing, I think, minion heavy, I think it's more pertinent to maybe ban what you were talking about with uh, with Ivan's with keyword Apex. there. No, I was talking about with Ivan's keyword too. So that, because oh, sure. what's his face yeah, when he unburies, unburies next to a minion and then your minion goes away. For sure. I we, think there's also something to be said about banning out uh, the Iron Matron for some yeah. of those matchups as well. But that's why I'm saying, like, EVS Explorers is tough because I don't know that any one of these things is just, like, always a correct answer. <laughs> well, I think, so let's make this easier. What what are some keywords then that you just, like, don't worry about banning it? I think one of them is obviously Nexus because you, you very rarely see something out of keyword from Nexus. Maybe a Night Silk Creeper? Maybe? Nah. I was going to say, maybe. <laughs> I, I agree. You can probably not ban Cadmus. And then Bass I is think, probably another one. Yeah, I don't think you worry about Frontier. Although I've seen out of keyword Sandworm and not hated it, but I don't know if it's top of my no-no list. And then um, Jed says models got nerfed pretty hard where I don't think... You used to have to worry about Mikhail, but you don't really have to worry about him anymore. You still have access. You used to have to worry about the dam, too. That. Yeah. Why... I hear that all the time, and I don't get it. Dixon hates the damned. Bad. Yeah, I think that model's bad. This is just a wild take after saying that the uh, the Blessed was good, right? They're the same model. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> the Blessed has one more defense, heals on killing and on impact. The dam doesn't. The dam has to kill something and do something else. I forgot what it was. And then he gets like a combo to actually heal. I mean, he heals whenever he kills something. I like the damned. I don't know why just, Dixon hates him. He, he does just heal when he kills something. He, in fact, he heals any enemy, or sorry, any friendly within six when also, he kills something. Also, Loki, I like Auster and Twiggy a lot too, so I don't know if I'd yeah, ever Twiggy's bring... Yeah, like a decent one. I don't know if I'd ever bring him I'm... out a keyword, but it's a pretty good model. You can. Like, Aerial Strike's good enough for that. See, like, this is what I'm saying. It's it's really tough to just <laughs> come up with one for, yeah. for heal. Like, like no, they've got a lot of reasonable choices. Yeah, there's nothing like obvious. Like, you know, I just think this one specific keyword needs to be banned. Now that we're talking about it, you're right. Um, but I, I definitely think that Nexus and 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 Bass are probably the two that I'm just like, okay, I probably don't worry about those. So then think about a model that you just don't want to see, and probably just because I've had bad experiences playing against Chris. That, that I probably just have these feel like leftover feel bads from Winston that I just don't I I think I might just need to get rid of that bias though because you you have I think you may have convinced me that there's a lot of other things that I should probably worry about. <laughs> okay, and to specify like 
the one difference in the in defense and the lack of a soulstone cache. I think that's the main reason why. But I think I, I agree with you. I like verified looked at the models and I was like, yeah, they're pretty similar. But these two being different, I think it's what makes the damn like worse in in a significant that's portion. Fair. I was going to actually say the reason why I wouldn't, you know, ban Seeker for the Damned is because I think Model 9 just does all of the things you want out of the Damned and but more a little bit better. Yeah, that's um, true. But the Grave Goo is also a pretty good Seeker model you can take out a keyword to just do some I nasty stuff I forgot the with. Grave Goo was a thing for a while, but it is really good. Yeah, yeah. I just had a, I just had a game against Harley where he actually got to... Uh, do his uh, little wombo combo against the poltergeist, which is kind of funny. If if you haven't played against, and I think a lot of people haven't played against Jetson a bit, but if you haven't experienced the Grave Goo coming into your crew, eating a model, and then going back into its crew, it's tough to get your model back sometimes. <laughs> what are you talking about? You only have to pass a movement 14 duel. <laughs> only, that's right? That's it, that's it. And that's you it. may or may not be staggered for it. That's yeah. right. That's See, there you go. Makes it super, super fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, so I, I would say we can sum up everything that we said in if it's a double masters, you have to look out. Uh, you have to look into if your crew is gonna just completely die to Wastrel. To McCabe, yeah. And then after that, you have like concessions that you have to make. Cause like, okay, do I really care about them winning the initiative? Do I really care about my minions getting kidnapped? You know, little things like that. There's one last call out I have because you reminded me with the double master format. I have to double check this still works. So Maxine 2 has an ability for EVS where when you cheat, you heal one, yeah, right? Yes. Jedza 1 has an ability where when you heal, you can't take damage for the rest of your activation. And that is still... <laughs> tr both of those things are still true. So the thing that you can do if you're playing double masters and you should probably ban this is uh, hire Jedza into Maxine so that after your models cheat, they heal, and then it doesn't matter if your opponent hits or not. They you, they can't take damage. I, I would like to let you know that it's been nerfed, that it's only EVS models get the heal. Correct. But the Jedza's thing still works... Oh, you're... I, yeah, Jedza's thing still works regardless of whether you're keyword or not. Chronicle Wanderer doesn't care if you're keyword, so it no, works on the EVS models. No, no, Jedza's a Seeker only, too. No, no, you're thinking Fragility of Life. Chronicle Wanderer is not Seeker only. Oh. So the thing that reduces the damage to zero, that still works out of keyword. Okay, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Holy crap, I did not know that. So if you're playing against EVS, probably just ban Seeker every time if there's a double master format. <laughs> <laughs> this, was, this was popular for pretty much, I think, most of the Teal players in the one, like double masters format we did on vassal okay yeah i think i saw cody uh cody hyatt did that in one of our local events and it was i got smashed by it it was pretty good <laughs> can't, it's rude can't take any attack i mean any damage yeah seems good seems good <laughs> all right so moving on into the guild so guild's pretty interesting um there's a lot of scary things i'm gonna let you guys lead off with this because i just I look at Guild, oh. and there's a lot of stuff that I'm just kind of like, I, you ban I don't want to see There's three it. that come to mind. You ban Elite. I, you, so that's hmm. actually third on my list. Whoa. Why is it first on yours? All right, Pete. Just lawyers? What were you saying, Pete? Sorry. Oh, no, no. Go ahead. I was just like, oh, Elite. Because I, I was going to lean towards Cavalier first, but go ahead and defend Elite. 
No, I, I leave because of the like the card cycling, the obeys out of uh, coordination, the buffing. The lawyers, yeah. Yeah, lawyers. Are, it's all lawyer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I, I see what you're talking about, Pete. But even after, yeah, even if I, I think if I were to let Landon talk, I still would say elite first, then cavalier. But go on, Landon. What are you talking about? Convince yeah, so my, my three were Cavalier, Marshall, and Elite. Yeah. Uh, Marshall's Lone Marshall. I think yes. we've all seen what that model does. And sometimes you're just playing a crew where you can't let that model be on the board. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and Luisa Fuzzi is just like really solid at scoring points, whereas many guild keywords are not. So you'll look at the pool and you'll know whether or not you can allow Louisa Fuzzi in the game, right? Yeah, Dix and I played a game. Yeah, Dixon, because we played it. I forget who you declared. It might. Yeah, I think it was Nelly. And I was like, you know what? This is kind of a wide board. Let's go ahead and not let you hire, you know, Louisa. And you were like, yep, that's exactly who's going to score me a lot of my points. Yeah. And then I decided that game that I was going to try out the uh, the stupid reporters, the one that are six points. And I was like, yeah, I remember why I hated these models. That's the great. field reporters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those guys. Yeah. They're really bad. Every once in a while, I want to try those models too. And usually to similar results yeah you know the saddest <laughs> um, thing is i've had better results playing the false testimony or false witnesses false wit interest yeah because the false witnesses they have false claim and that action yeah. in this gg shockingly very good yeah i've scored a lot of instead of this gg also can, can we talk about how good the rocketeers are out of keywords i was gonna get there <laughs> we're getting there i'm glad you let hear, us there i wanted to hear his false claim story Oh, I don't know if it's really a story. It's just that Huckster score points. That's a that's an old news issue. <laughs> okay, fair. But yeah, Rocketeers. So you were saying about Rocketeers? Yeah, they're they're pretty good. I mean, they're right behind Luisa Fuzzi for me, or if you have minion synergy for some reason. But like, they do the same things, right? They have three AP, three to four AP for scheming. And uh, they're really fast. Just these ones fly, whereas Luisa has the tractor that's not really good anymore. Yep. And the the there was a game Dixon and I played where he also put a coat onto the Rocketeer, so they're armor two minions. I'm just like, what, what kind of oh, world yeah. am I living in right now? So, so Landon, I gotta say, the same world game. with armor two henchmen yeah. that have move seven and don't mind me. I know, right? <laughs> uh, so uh, what I was gonna say, because like this happened in that game. Uh, they, I also had 33. So 33, whenever they walk, they also get a one once per activation teleport, two inches. So yeah. it, it was just nuts because I was like, this piece that could basically go anywhere within a, like a giant bubble and then not move from the spot. So it just became a huge problem for me, which is why he's saying well, it. And that's why I think Cavalier is a good one to ban because if they're playing something like Lady J or even like uh, – even even could be like Nelly, Perdita, Hoffman. I mean, there's some mobility in those crews, but Cavalier can really turn that up to go score points while they do their thing. And they're just efficient. Also, this is my jank call out. If they're playing elite and, you know, you don't ban Cavalier, they can take those Rocketeers and mimic up we go to have stat six and stat seven up we go. Oh, man. (laughs) Or... Or they can mimic Luisa Fuzzi's claim the land nah. so that they can spend one AP to move and then drop a scheme marker. Yeah, that's pretty good. But Landon, And the, they can use hop on to grab Luisa. Landon, but they're not going to move, you know, seven inches. How is that any good? 
Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to figure that one out. <laughs> Let me put my thinking cap. <laughs> so, so silly. I, I I would say, so I'm I'm kind of looking at things that I'm not worried about. I think in guild you don't really ban Hoffman out of keyword because like the peacekeeper you can bring anyways because it's the first style, and the other stuff it's kind of like eh okay. I mean, I'm still not um, convinced that I would put Elite below Cavalier, but I do have to admit, Cavalier is definitely making me question that decision. Because, like, so I would say there's. I think you value lawyers really high, though. Well, I mean, there's a lot of things that they do for support for very cheap. My point is, like, yeah. I don't think there's anything in Augmented that beats Cavalier for literally the same job. Well, no, I'm saying Augmented, I wouldn't ban in Guild just because yeah. I don't think it brings enough. Right, and, and I'm agreeing, I guess. That's yeah. my take. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Yeah, but I, I think the I think those are three very good call outs with Lady J, uh, Lucius, yeah. and then and then Tall. I think those are th- I think those are the big three. I and I, I don't I don't think there's any kind of debate with it, honestly. So I, I'm gonna leave it on this. My last take on on the guild. I think the main reason why I value Elite is because after playing, my playstyle loves to have answers in hand. And lawyers fix that problem. That being said, it, it Landon plays a sip, apparently a, a significant enough difference of a, a playstyle that just having the actions is more important than having the answers in the cards. So I, I actually do that a little different. So like, let's say you've been playing Lady J, right? So when you bring Lady J, you know you're going to see probably the Lone Marshal. You're going to see maybe something else that's kind of gross. And when I look at bands, I'm like, okay, I don't want the lawyer because I don't want you to get another shot with the marshal, right? Or I don't want you to get another two shots with the marshals if you bring two lawyers. So that I think that's why I ban Mimic a lot of times in Elite because I'm just like, I, it, yeah, the card's good. Yeah, putting out shielded's good. But man, if they get that Obey and they get more shots into a model or you know, get you that extra movement you need to get in place. It's just, it's really good. Yeah. Obeying the lone marshal to charge, drop a scheme marker because of the drop trigger. And it's just like, there's a whole bunch of things that I've done with the and lawyer to make me the... I, I don't think this is a surprise to most people, but if you're a new player, if you have a model that buries, you need to ban probably Lady J. <laughs> oh, it's like that's, that's yeah, just an that's easy one true. for you new players. Oh, it's like if, if you... Yeah, go ahead, Dixon. No, I was gonna say if you're playing double masters, that's right. We gotta we gotta get into that part too. And I forgot, Lady J, uh, the Death Touch, she will ruin your day if you actually have any. I actually think Lady J one's a good double master too. Yeah, but she doesn't attack the bird. We're talking about the bird. Okay, right now, I mean right? Jury also just exists to screw yeah. over buried just, and or just, summon models. Hey, take take two damage just for being buried. And the jury, that's right, Jury exists. Yeah, Jerry's actually a pretty sexy piece of counter-tech because she actually comes with suited Obey. Oh, that's so good. And also has Glimpse like Sammy does and also has Buy the Book like Lynn 2 does. Like, she's so just good. got a, yep. an entire novel of counter-techs written on her. Oh, so um, good. <laughs> definitely was one of my favorite models when I was just starting to let me ask you guys this because I think it's probably better. I think it might be better in this Gaining Grounds. What do you guys think of Dashel One as a second master? Because I know that was a that was a combo I saw a lot. I think it was GG One, where a lot of people would do, okay, I'm going to play this core models, but then I'm going to bring Dashel One and the Dispatcher to you know summon executioners and summon the riders and and try to help out scoring that way. 
Uh, do you guys think that's viable in this gaining grounds? I think it could be, but I haven't tested it, obviously, because I'm not playing guild. I think you can get away with it, but uh, the dispatcher is harder to project than he used to be, True. I think. And if you have even fewer guard models, you know, it's just Dashiell and the dispatcher, then until you summon something, you know, Dashiell and the dispatcher have to be right next to each other, and after you summon something, they have to be right next to each other if the summon leaves. So you're paying 20 points, because I just, I just looked at the point cost. You're paying 20 points to basically summon a model a turn. Um, They're pretty good effing models, though. I don't disagree. Like, like even a mounted guard or a, or a rifleman alone. In this edition, I think you would I think you would bring a mounted guard, and then you would basically hot, or you would summon a executioner to jam people up. I mean, and either then, or. It's the point that I was going to say is like yeah. summoning anything between a rifleman to an executioner. Let's just. Put I, it I haven't seen it since titles, mm. but before titles, it used to be pretty good. Yeah, I don't know that I really love it, but you could probably get away with trying it. I don't. The thing is, I don't think people would ban it because you look at guard and it's kind of like, okay, I'm not. There's not too many things that. There's not too many good guard out of keyword selections. Maybe a mounted guard, but mm. you're not going to ban, you know, dash for that. No, but it's I, the DCU that you're taking if you're taking any of them out of keyword. Okay. There. That's okay. I mean, the, I like the combo with the dash thing in cloak and dagger. Yeah. Yeah. Because you get to steal with your summons. So that's an option. Okay. All right. So we're about halfway through here. So we got the Neverborn, the nasty Neverborn next. So Screw you guys. I know what you're going <laughs> to say. Eat it. It's Kurgan. Eat it. <laughs> Kurgan. Well, so this is kind of like what we talked a little bit with Bayou is I'm doing it for the Kurgan, but also it's good to not see Zoraida as a second master. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That is absolutely but the Kurgan true. is basically like a second master all by himself. So yeah. like you get to ban two masters with one ban. Okay. Yeah, Dixon. Apparently, you made somebody finally see the light on the Kurgan today. Harley. Yeah. Oh, I already knew. <laughs> uh, Kurgan's just a. He is what he is. <laughs> we were we were in uh, in sync ever since the uh, the Pandora thing we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's it's he's so dang good. Regardless of the master. Displacing friendly models 18 inches, man. You just got to keep that in mind. It's like, holy crap, what the is this? Yeah, you can basically chuck, if you want to, if it presents itself, you could use the Kurgan to chuck a model pretty close to your opponent's deployment zone if you really want to. It's pretty gross. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, just push your opponent's stuff through walls. Like, yeah. if it's a board with a lot of, like, thin but annoying terrain, like, ugh. Yeah, it's, it's rough. Um, I think if you're worried about... I think the other things that pop up in my head, so when I'm looking at Neverborn, it's basically the Kurgan, uh, but I also... If if uh, Dixon or if a Neverborn player plays Lucius, I think, okay, what's something I don't want Lucius obeying and getting extra actions? Usually that's going to be Nakima's keyword with the Nephilim. Um, also, I've been known to ban... Uh, Pandora if I don't want to see Candy or ban Euripides if I don't want to see whatever his henchman's name is. So that's a couple other shout outs that if, I have. If you're playing against Swamp Fiend, banning uh, Woe is not bad because there's a very good chance that Swamp Fiend will chuck a Candy literally straight across the table just to disrupt you while they get there. Yeah, Candy's definitely what I was going to call out. Um but I think everything else is pretty valid. Yeah. 
Uh, and uh, nowadays, I don't have the any other callouts actually. The, the number one pick and versatile that I keep seeing people in conversation is Angel Eyes. Uh, yeah, there's, I mean, very negative. Uh, there's no reason not to take uh, Angel Eyes. I guess is is been the, the the coin phrase or something. What do you think, Landon? Um, yeah, I think Angel Eyes is really good. Um, I think there can be valid reasons not to take Angel Eyes, but is that I mostly think you have the to board? Be convinced what it is? <laughs> yeah, mostly the board, right? But I think you have to be convinced not to take Angel Eyes rather than convinced to take Angel Eyes. Most times, I think. I'm really so solid. Just the next point that I was gonna make is since we know that Angel Eyes might be a choice, is does that also affect how you guys pick a keyword to to ban? Uh, yeah, it means I ban the Kurgan because the Kurgan has a lot of ways to move Angel Eyes around <laughs> I said, the board. What if you're playing against Swamp Fiend too? I guess I don't know. <laughs> okay, I don't know. So. Um, uh, so go, funny. Go ahead. I have one more thing that I was going to ask you, and this one's just kind of like, I don't think it's like competitive, like broken, but if somebody's playing against Titania or somebody's playing Titania, mm-hmm. do you do you ban Marcus just because you don't want the upgrades on the uh, Malasaurus Rex? Oh, that's a good point. No, I want to see that. That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, dude, that shit is so fun. Thank you you got to play Doug then. <laughs> Doug does that all the time. I did it. Shit, I won I, the game that I played. <laughs> did you play that? Did you play that in Houston? I played that right next to you. It was kind of funny because you forgot about it. I literally, well, yeah. Well, I was, I was I was a little tilted in that game, so I didn't have time to look at your board state. Oh, and what you that's, well, okay. So long story short, you won that game anyway. So long story short, I played uh, the combo uh, against uh, Mayfang Two, and he, you know, the famous thing, uh, he didn't leave within six inches of his deployment zone for like four rounds. So yeah. I hope I hope the listeners are kind of getting our kind of thought process here because as yeah. we're going through this keyword, I think you'll start to notice that all three of us are going, okay, is there a second master that I want to ban that I don't want to see? And then we're then going into, okay, then what are some models that I don't want to see? Yep. So just, just kind of key, key into that as we're kind of talking through so, this stuff. I mean, we can sum, so far summarize the, the quick thing that happened with Neverborn is Swamp Fiend number one. Then whoa, then yep. it would be probably nightmare because of Widow Weaver and the Dreamer and stuff like that. I don't know. I don't really that. know yeah, if I'm about. fussed by that. Like I don't. I, the Dreamer's not. A, now that he's 15 points as a second master, I think the Dreamer's pretty fine. Okay. Uh, Mature Nephilim is probably the thing I'd look to hire or to ban out so as Nephilim. my third. Okay. Yeah, and I've seen Nakima hired as a second master before, specifically with Zoraida. So. If your opponent declares Zoraida, maybe think about Nephilim if you really don't want to see, you know, the black blood and the mm-hmm. high damage. So I've seen that combo as well. So yeah. Also it bans out dogs. Oh yeah, thank those corrupted you. hounds are doing some work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually something that we have to say, because I that was a model that I was wrong. Uh, I was like hating on them when they got buffed. And after that I probably I tried them out. I was like, no, these models are good. <laughs> these models are really good. <laughs> So you mean my wicked doll doesn't have to hit a TN to move another six inches, right? What? And ignores terrain, if I remember correctly. It does not ignore terrain, unfortunately. Oh, sad face. I don't think anybody's sad about that. <laughs> I am. Leave me alone. Anyway, but like, I still don't know if you would ban Nephilim before you ban Swamp Fiend. What do you guys think? I don't think I would. No. I'm, I'm pretty certain that I'm much more scared of the Kurgan, but like, it's a reasonable call out. Like. Maybe they're playing Swamp Fiend or, you know, someone said like, oh, in the last game they just got me with their hounds, right? Yeah. 
or something like that because you know that that's something i think we haven't really addressed right is that when you're at like one of these physical events and you're just talking with your friends or like you you kind of like get that secondhand information sometimes that lets you ban a bit differently yes yeah than you might otherwise would yeah yeah i, I call and it i'm not saying that, you need sure. to like take a magnifying glass or like start rifling through people's bags <laughs> on the break right like don't do that so, i don't so landon did you play i can't remember did you play a lot of war games before uh malifo i can't remember if you did not competitively like i've dabbled in so, a lot of different games but you would laugh then because in these other in these other gaming systems you have to build your lists and and submit them right so yeah. in in 40k Warhammer Fantasy you have one list and then in War Machine you actually had two. And so what people would do like you're waiting for the tournament to start, everybody's got their stuff on the boards and everything. You have these super highly competitive players that are walking around staring at the boards trying to see what you brought so they can, you know, game it in their head and stuff and I'm just like, dude, come on, it's not that serious. Like you you, you might not even see me and you're over here trying to, you know, scout out what I brought. <laughs> Maybe he's just admiring your painting, and that that's why he's it. writing down every that single model it. in your list on his clipboard. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I will say that if you have some foreknowledge on your opponent or what your opponent's playing, like I think a lot of people knew I was playing Sand Deep at the, uh, at the Houston tournament. So I think a lot of people just – because I talked about it a lot, and I don't, I don't care that I'm putting info out there for people, but – they were like, yep, so since you're playing Sandeep, I'm definitely going to do Performer because I don't want to see Cassandra or any other nonsense, so yay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, use, use what you've heard, you know. It's uh, it's definitely a thing where, like, uh, I talked a big game about, uh, like, hiring Kanoichi into Lynch, right, for however long <laughs> since that first Captain Con. Yeah. And then it's like, all right, and here's our year of bands formats. All right, well, if I take Lynch, there's no way in hell I'm getting Key and Kong through. <laughs> Oh yeah, I see, and I think honestly, if you're curious about something to ban, if something has tools for the job, that's kind of worth banning, in my opinion. Because yeah, I can't think of a model that has tools for the job that's not good. Uh, I I can actually. That that really? was a challenge. Uh, it is what what is that thing called? I'm gonna uh, look at that up because I've never seen that before. December acolyte oh yeah they do it has it. tools for the job oh okay. my god that's a model you you won yep. you got me <laughs> i forgot that was a model until dixon played raspy 2 and summoned it he's missing armor yep. one that's what it is because that's basically what happened when i played against pete it's like that extra armor one actually made him good yeah but I you summoned did. you didn't hire <laughs> no no that's my point you have to summon them to get the armor yeah <laughs> That's literally why, yeah, I mentioned that because... If yeah, and also like, not, not paying, you know, the soul stones is also a positive. <laughs> I would pay seven soul stones if this thing had armor. If they had armor. Yes. Yeah, I don't know about that, but... Okay. It was okay. It was okay in keyword. But a lot of a lot of models that have tools for the job are good out of keyword as well. So, um, yeah, we'll see. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, I'm not going to take this thing out of keyword. It's what I, what you're I know. About, but I would get it in the December crew if it had Armor 1. Armor 1. Yeah, it was just a little bit tanky. Exactly. This one, so going into Outcast, this one's a little interesting. But I think when I look at this, it's like, okay, let's ban Mad Dog. <laughs> Bandit? That's, that's a pretty good first huh. instinct. 
<laughs> if yeah, you I have would... no if you have no other information to go off as a new player, just ban bandits because Mad Dog is so good. Really? Yeah, dude. You have you ever got wrecked by? You've had to get wrecked by Mad Dog. I mean, yeah, All yeah, right. but he's eleven Dixon, points. Dixon, you've got something in mind. I want to hear what it is because, like, I'm I'm of the same mind as Pete right now. Interesting. Well, do you have something else? Yeah, but like, I guess. I'm gonna shut the heck up because, like, my well, no, no don't no, shut well, the heck up. I really want to yeah, know because to me, it's just like interesting. I don't know if there's anything Outcast really takes out of keyword besides Mad Dog. I mean, see now I, the stress is <laughs> just just rip it off. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, I just I pick Nick's out keyword all the time. I'm sorry. I mean, I don't. I I, I think. Cause Nick's I don't know kind why. Of, he kind of support himself, but... It... So, so, so why? Oh, incorporeal, henchman, cruel disappointment. And doesn't need any support, and it supports everybody around him. It's literally 100% the only You see, you say those. he doesn't need any support, but other than the cruel disappointment aura, what does he really offer? Well, I mean... Like, bleeding disease doesn't I just work. said incorporeal, henchman, cruel disappointment, and it's super tanky for the point cost. So like here's here's where I'm confused. Like, are you saying you're not using cruel disappointment to support your crew, or is it trying no, no. to support your crew? No, no. He okay. So Nick supports its crew for nine points. Granted, mm-hmm. he gives out blight to do extra stuff with himself. Got it. So that's not super important. But cruel disappointment in certain crews, I find it to be like just that. You know that holy crap. This puts my crew over the edge because then. There's a bunch of crews that do five damage on the severe, but like two to three damage on the on the normal, you know, one and two. And with crews at the point, I mean, you just shut down like that extra two points of damage. Interesting. I could see that. I don't. I don't. I haven't tried it, but I can see it. I think it would be better in gaining grounds three, though. This gaining grounds, I don't think so. Maybe, it, maybe obviously hmm. in raid, but it seems just like a really expensive piece for like a three inch bubble and of extra I, help i don't think and here's the thing that would hang me up on banning that dixon yeah is i just don't think a lot of people would bring it out of keyword that's like, why i, I just, said my pick was dumb when i listened to both of well, you have, like oh, okay no no i, well, I, I wanted question. to hear it anyway have you bring brought it out a keyword or has somebody brought it out no no i you? pick it all the keyword all the time because like literally cruel disappointment sometimes pushes the survivability of whatever crew i'm playing okay. over the edge recently i did it with bygone i played bygone i brought nix because don't they already have cruel disappointment no not they no, rid- they no they got rid of that yeah they used to have it yeah, okay they used to have it yeah the matrons just good now instead of super good yeah. and then yeah yeah Nyx i got is like sufficiently like tank not only tanky but nix just survives on and on its own so you can you pay nine points and just let it loose into the world yeah. and like sometimes somebody will come by and the crew disappointment becomes key sometimes you're all in the center i don't know uh in this last some- game i played him in, in raid the vaults he did a fantastic job yeah something else that if you're kind of worried about it i think banning levy's keyword is is a super good idea um specifically double master specifically because especially if you see your opponent hire the vix i would ban levy in a heartbeat because or even even vice versa if they hire levy banning the vix because there is a pretty gross combo where levy basically gets chucked up by the vix title and then levy dies but then he just you know goes back to one of his waves so 
Yeah, I, I don't know if I'm super worried about that. I'm not. I think I'm not worried about it. But I mean, if they declare levy, I, I don't know if I would ban Mad Dog in that case. I I would ban probably the Vix just because I don't want to see. I would combo. ban Mad Dog. Like uh, Mad Dog's just turned on a lot by Scavengers. Scavengers is the reason why I would ban Amalgam if I was going to ban That's Amalgam. Fair. Okay. Which is a pretty good call out and goes back to our tools throw out. But yeah. the other the other model I just point out that I think maybe is a little underplayed. Uh, is Montressor is a pretty good model yes. for Tormented. No kidding. Um, Why is that? He's So firstly, the only reason Montressor would ever die is because your opponent has a answer to Demise Eternal, which if you're picking out of keywords so long as you're not already playing like Leviticus, they probably don't have. Yeah. And then he's got a bunch of things that are just like useful, like the pull and drag trigger on Toss the Noose to like pull people off points for something like, say, Raid the Vaults. He's got his big AoE stagger bubble. So you can just like hold an area and make it miserable to be there. Um, and he's just really tanky, which is something that Outcast doesn't necessarily have in all of their keywords. Like, <laughs> imagine you're playing Bandit, right? And you just need a model to stand somewhere. I was gonna say, who are you and, gonna hire for that? And if you play Dead Man Walking, Montressor is super good out of keyword. Yeah, that too. Why? Yeah. Um, kind of, because kind of because the that. staggered uh, a lot of Parker stuff triggers off movement. Oh, so like uh, there's that, and then you know Parker to himself has the taut or not the toss the noose, whatever the lasso, the lasso or something yeah. that just staggers something and moves it for. So you get to stagger something and put it in the Montress so your yep. stagger doesn't end bubble at the same time. Yeah, that makes for a time. Yeah, it's actually interesting because I've seen that played against me often where like. If I activate the model, the model takes damage, and if I don't get out of the bubble, the bu- the stagger doesn't leave. But getting out of the uh, the the bubble because of stagger becomes even harder. It's like it's like a whole bunch of layers that just makes your decision making horrible. Uh, another call out I would have is if you have a lot of markers, it's probably worth banning Von Schill's keyword because I think the Draken troops remove markers pretty easy. So. Yeah, they do. I've I've heard people complain online about that a lot, but I I don't even know if that's I haven't seen that crippling. Either. And actually, that's the same thing with the Rocketeers going back to Guild. Rocketeers getting rid of all my corpse markers that definitely sucked, and Pyre markers I wanted to punch Dixon through the computer. <laughs> but like the thing about hiring the uh, the Draken Trooper is that like he's a He's a model you paid eight points for with seven wounds. I'm like, he's got the armor, right? But if you're really motivated, you can get rid of that thing sure. and then continue doing whatever you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, it just it presents a problem that if you're super worried about it, it it's it, so if I didn't know what to ban, obviously Mad Dog's probably still first. But if I was really worried about it, it's it like if it was terrorizing me, like it's one of those things. If if you were playing against an opponent and they just kept doing this to you and you're just so frustrated with it just ban it so you don't have to deal with it right you could do that yeah that's fair <laughs> uh any other call outs for outcasts for bands i think i i think mad dog's just the big one it's just a lot of people lean on him he's kind of a crutch for outcasts um, a lot of times there's two obvious ones that you should ban just knowing your own crew if you are burying stuff obviously ban Eric. obliteration Obliteration. Oh yeah, I guess obliteration for nothing. Also, if you have him. places, is it worth banning Eric? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. If you're do- saying if you're playing like I don't know, Dreamer, I might ban like Mad or Eric before I would ban uh, 
for I'd ban nothing beast to be honest. Yeah, but or Talos. They're both good callouts. Yeah, the, or Talos. Yeah. yeah, the two that I see oftentimes is Talos and, and nothing beast. Yeah. Yeah, because you could just bring them and they're just smashing whatever's buried. Yep. <laughs> yep. Minimum damage three or Shenagas. But uh why why Eric? Because you fear that his AoE bubble will make it so he can't land? Yeah, I think it's for yeah, like if you're playing Misaki or something. Land. Okay. Right. And you don't want to land. If you're playing Misaki or if you're just trying to unbury things, right, in general, mm -hmm. then having a big six inch bubble of you can't unbury here is pretty pretty nasty. Okay. And you don't want to unbury in your deployment zone. Yeah, okay. for sure. Okay. So like if I'm summoning an Alp, for example, yeah. I don't care if like Talos wants to charge and spend an AP hitting my Alp, right? Okay. But if I'm summoning an Alp and I can't bring my Alp onto the board, yeah. like I'm more upset. That's a bigger issue for me. Okay. Makes perfect sense, actually, now I think about it. All right, well, I mean, the last two factions, we have our Rezzers and Ten Thunders, and you don't want to ban any of those models because they're, they're not good factions, right? Ancestor. <laughs> well, you see, you just ban Manos because uh, he's a Ten it, Thunders model in in. There we uh, go. Rezzers, see, that's, so. that's just wrapping it up for both factions. Just ban Manos. <laughs> and, and specifically, Ancestors. Because like yeah. I don't think there's anything on retainer that makes you go okay that needs to be banned. I mean Manos is both of those, but yeah. Oh, that's why I'm saying. I don't think there is an a ancestor that is not a retainer in uh, Resonance. Oh yeah, there is in Thunder. No, no, the uh, the the guy that does. The, oh, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Never mind. Yeah. I was about to say Assuming we're that. starting in Resers. Yeah. So Resers, yeah. I think same thing. I've I've been telling some newer players. I'm like, if you're questioning what to ban. Manos is just a good man. He's just, he's flexible. He hops around. He can kill stuff. He can claim points, scheme. Um, very difficult to deal with. So he's just a good man. Yeah. Yep, yep. Mo the and number then, one reason why I ban him, honestly, is the anti-demise tech specifically. Everything else is kind of also annoying. But I hate Archie well, that's the thing. more he's, for the other He's just stuff. a great, well, I was going to say, so he's a great generalist. And... If I play Yan Lo, usually the other keyword that gets banned is forgotten because people don't want um, Archie on the board. See, that's interesting because I don't think that makes my top three. Okay. Um, my top three are probably uh, Ancestor Retainer for, for Manos. Sure. Um, Transmortis for Valedictorian, maybe you'll, that one's hot. And Anna. But then after that, it's... Um, uh, the thing that has hanged, uh, tormented. Oh yeah. So I was gonna say, ban if you really don't want to see the hanged, tormented is always worth banning because there's a lot of masters that can really make the hanged do some work. Uh, I mean, I've played the hanged in Yan Lo. I've played them in Von Stuck. I've played them in Mali. Yeah. So they're definitely very, very good in like I want to be here. You have to deal with me. Let's so, go. And now that I, now that you said that, I, so far though, in the games that we played, I've learned to not try to kill them, just try to deal with them. Yeah. Instead. I, so I don't know if that's a thing because you you're still figuring them out or because. Yeah, I, I was at that point. I still was. I'm starting to get more comfortable with them. Okay. Um, especially with the upgrades and you know their their guns. I, I wasn't using their guns very effectively, but now I'm kind of figuring out how to use that. Okay. Um, yeah, because Aang definitely become a huge problem if you I mean, are expected and, to fight. And Yan Lo and Molly and other and other just keywords, they can just move. They almost move the hanged better than Jack Daw does. For sure. 
I would say one hundred percent. The 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 movement shenanigans you can pull on John Law alone. Ugh. Yeah, and I think Castor too loves the hang. Yeah, that's true. Castor too loves the hang. Uh, he does. It was a too, but yeah. uh, technically both. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that because the they ping? can overheal and that ping stuff? No. no, you uh, you've got visceral rampage. To just like you, you know, you don't do damage to them when you grab them to bring them up the board. <laughs> it, essentially, it's like uh, you know what we were talking about with the Kurgan. It's like that, but you got to spend AP on it. You know, you just displace them by like eight inches for an AP. Yep. It's so mm-hmm. dumb. Visceral rampage, do one damage and place them uh, basically six inches forward in front of them. And because they're incorporeal, you can just do that a couple of times, and you're like, okay, my guys are deployed. I mean, I delivered. Do whatever you want with them. Oh, it's pushed this model. Yep. It's move. Oh. Yep. And then you put them in front of him, and then he can charge the other one or something stupid. Oh, not charge. I guess move and then do it and again. Since, and since they're incorporeal, you, you can move around them or through them and stuff. Exactly. But also, I think that keyword or both keywords or both versions maybe have the ability to stagger for the hanged as well. Yeah. Um, hmm. Okay. Yeah, because they're stagger on Visceral Rampage. Pete's getting like, ideas. <laughs> grab people. <laughs> yep. And then dominate if you're playing the other version. Also staggers people. I haven't, Yeah, I haven't seen the, the Awaken at all. Have you seen it in competitive play enough that we should worry about him? Eh, I've seen it once, but I don't know if I would worry about okay. it. I feel like I want to try it more. This was, I only That's kind of where I am with it. I, I'm Awaken seems very interesting to me. I just need to put it on the board to see how it feels. Um, I think, like, every piece of his card needs to be good for Awaken to be good, whereas, like, just one piece of Fervent's card yeah. can be good for him to be good, though. So let me ask you guys this, because I know there's a lot of good models in Rezzers that you can ban those keywords, right? Is there a second master that you're worried about in Rezzers? Maybe McMorning? McMorning yeah. one. If it was anything, it would be McMorning or it would be, like, Karai. Okay. Um... Huh, it's double masters. Karai moves, stinks around. I well, Karai say... can summon the totem, right? I don't think she can if she's not the leader anymore. She used to be able to, though. Hmm. I was gonna say... But she can summon Guishin, which are, like, really annoying this GG. Yeah. Because they've got uh, Trail of Gore. Yep. I mean, I'm still convinced that it would probably be either a version of Yanlo or Seamus one before oh yeah Seamus I forgot about Seamus yeah I was was waiting to see if you guys said that because I I haven't done it yet I almost did it yesterday but I I didn't want to yeah I didn't want to do it with my local meta so I uh (laughs) I played Molly and I was like I could play Molly one and this is a good enough board where I think I could bring Seamus and just shoot everything the thing, um, the thing about Seamus is like he doesn't even have to do the shooting part. Yeah, the shooting part is amazing. Win. But he does yeah, exactly. That's like the most annoying thing about playing against Seamus. Like Seamus can kill you, but he doesn't even have to kill you to be good. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> he's a little bit less good when he's only got three AP instead of four, but oh, like no. he's still three quarters as good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that's actually one of the things because I played against Jim. And Jim banned Seamus, and I was just like, okay, I guess I'm going to bring Manos. And he was like, I didn't respect Manos being picked out of keyword, but I definitely didn't want to see Seamus with stacked cards because of Molly. Yeah, that's that's fair. One of Seamus' big issues is that he just 
doesn't have ways to guarantee he does really good stuff, so you just have to like kind of draw the right cards yeah. and then make your opponent have a miserable day. If you can draw cards and make people have a miserable day, oof. look out. Plus, Kruligans are so cheap. I could still bring like two Kruligans, Seamus, Archie, and probably another model. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably. And you feed Seamus stones so you can get yeah, just day stealing soul stones for Seamus to use. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm not gonna kill you because eight damage is not enough to kill a master or whatever. I'm going to daze you in the in-between process of killing you. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, the other thing is we say Seamus can't kill henchmen because, you know, they have stones, right? Well, what happens when the Krulligans have taken all your lunch that's money? exactly yeah. my point. This is so gross. <laughs> be like, sure would be a shame if the Krulligans took all your soul stones and you took eight damage to the face. That is, I still, I want to remind the listeners, I said this in the beginning, I accepted that I'm going to lose between two and four soul stones and I bring a soul stone cash of five on purpose. Because yeah. of that BS, it's so dumb, and I've, well, been, I've been doing better. You also want to use them, two right? stones before yeah. for against like Kruligans, because you're like, all right, I'll stone for cards yeah. on the first turn, I'll stone for like a suit, and then they're all gone. <laughs> yeah, I, yes, that's not He's terrible. Not <laughs> the games I've pl- so that's kind of the thing. I think Trevor's kind of clued into it as well, where there's some games where it's like when they only bring like two or three soul stones. I'm like, oh, this isn't a lot for me to steal at all. Yep, yep. you kind of have to. <laughs> Uh, any, so any other call-outs? Uh, I think those are really good ones, but um, yeah, no, I think, that's it. think that pretty much covers it. I, I want to just one more time go through all of them quickly. Uh, Double yeah. Masters, Seamus, number one, uh, and then, you know, Manos and stuff like that. And if it's not Double Masters, then you said Ancestor, and crap, I missed out on the other two. What were Trans, you Transmortis because of Valedictorian. And, and Anna, because both of them are dangerous. In their and own, Anna. Yeah, yeah, in their own respect. And what was the third one? Uh, hanged, whatever yeah. that one is. Tormented. Uh, okay, yeah. Tormented. Tormented, that's it. Yep, I think that's a good summary of, of that. And and it, it, the thing is, it's really good to ban one of those. But, man, they, they Rezzers still have so many good out-of-keyword options. Like, if you ban Valedictorian, it's like, all right, I guess I'm going to take, you know, Hanged. It's like, all it's right. not like I'm screwed out of these awesome models just because you banned that one oh, keyword. Oh, Lord, he coming. Yeah, and to a certain extent, you just kind of have to know what your keyword yeah. can do and which one you can deal with. Yeah. It's yeah. so, like, you guys talked about Archie, right? Yeah. And Archie does some pretty good things when he does things. But, like, if you've got ruthless guns or, like, just ruthless yep. anything to, like, punch through Archie, like, he suddenly is less of a problem. And maybe you can ban something else. Oh, yeah. When I play Archie, if I can ban Marshall, I do because the lone Marshall just melts Archie. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. So, last faction, Ten Thunders. Uh, That's a good question. Landon says don't ban anything. So, Kian Gong is the one that I'm going to call out. But Red Library, Story, not Red Library. Two different keywords. Story is the other one that I think is pretty commonly accepted nowadays. And then, like, Monk is probably the third one. I was going to say, if we're going to, we should start with Double Master just to get that out of the way. Oh, yeah, just get out of the way. McKay. Yeah. Yeah. McKay, (laughs) Double Masters. Then, Last Blossom, I would say, but... I don't know. What, what's I it wouldn't do? bother. Okay. Last last gaining grounds, I would agree. This gaining grounds, no. So I wouldn't if agree. It's, last gaining grounds. If it's not double masters, I mean, sorry, if it is double masters, and you're not worried about wastrel for X reason, so you're saying not last blossom, then who then? I don't know that I even care about any other hired master to be honest. Mm, um, okay. 
Yeah, I think it's just McCabe for double masters. I mean, for very obvious reasons, if your crew cannot handle precise attacks, then you're just going to get shafted. If your crew is mainly melee attacks, uh, Jorogumo, would that be enough to make Oni a thing? Not for me personally. Okay. Okay. Like, Jorogumo just gets shot to death out of keyword Making, pretty easily. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying if... Like, if your opponent's playing Wastrel, maybe I would consider it. Okay. Like... I, I was saying if you that, are... A, that's a different story. I was yeah. saying if you are playing a crew that is mainly melee, then... That's fair, but I still don't think I would go with that. Okay. Yeah. In, Especially just because there's a lot of other extended reach in the faction, if that's really what you're trying to ban Jorogumo for. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, I think I think so. Besides that, story is kind of the obvious one where it's like, if you don't know, because Ten Thunders have a lot of answers. They're they're kind of like some of the other stuff we talked about, where it's like, man, they just have a lot of good out of keyword stuff. Yeah, I think Ten Thunders is probably the out of keyword faction. So I think Story has the most good stuff right now. Yeah. So that's why yeah, I kind of lean know, towards that. I mean, my number one If you don't know what your opponent's playing, like, Horse Boy is definitely something you just never want to have to deal yeah. with. Horse Boy yeah, and Sun, w- King, Sun Wukong, yeah. Uh, uh, those two are, like, competing for being the biggest asshole in that keyword. Uh, one, because... And it's a pretty big competition, because you still got Story of Raijin. <laughs> yeah. Well, Raijin, if you have any movement shenanigans in, in the keyword that you're playing, Raijin is a bigger threat than yep. the other two. Like, it's so stupid. But... What I'm trying to say is, like, as an opponent, I ban key, uh, uh, story, uh, not story, what's it called? Yeah, it is story. I ban story first, and then I look into if I want to ban the other ones. This is if not we're not playing uh, Double Masters. But you're saying that Monk may be a third or a second? Monk was, like, the third for the same reason that Kian Gong is my first, to be honest. Right. Um, you get Charm Mortar if you hit either of those, right? If you hit Kian Gong, you also get to take out Bill and Kanoichi. And if you hit Monk instead, you get to take out Low River Monk. So your yep. your take is ban Kian Gong because you ban a larger swath of good models. Definitely models that I have hired in a variety of different situations. Like sometimes you can guess based on what your crew's is or your opponent's crew is what they're going to take out a keyword. But, like, if you're not sure what they're playing, getting rid of their tools model that also hands out focus is not a bad idea. And, like, Bill just kind of fills in an awkward faction gap that existed before Story happened. So, like, if you know they don't have Story in their bag, like, Bill's kind of one of the best models for just being a tanky guy that sits there and does damage. Yeah, and I think it depends on, like, what your opponent also declares. Like, if somebody declares Misaki, like, I played against Lance a bunch now, our buddy from Australia, and he... um. He plays Misaki a ton. So I'm just like, you know what? I'm not giving you Kanoichi anymore because you always bring them. You get a bunch of focus out and then I die. So just kind of thinking about that as well with, okay, they're playing something that wants to fight. I know the Kanoichi can get him a card, give him some focus and help that out. That's a good one to ban. Um, so thinking about how it actually interacts with your with the crew they declared is also kind of something to go about. Yeah. Also, yeah. Uh, it cannot be... Uh, whatchamacallit, ignore it, that Kunoichi don't even have to be in the fight to be useful. Because, like, they, they even yeah. have ways to break up a scrum by, like, getting uh, the bonus action that removes a model from combat. So... Oh, that's so good for scoring see, points. I've, it's just stupid. I've seen, I've seen a lot of people bring uh, Lynch's stuff out of keywords, specifically, like, you know, Gwen to draw a bunch of cards, or, you know, Kitty to do a bunch of, like, scheming and crap and fighting, so... 
I don't, you, being, you being you being a 10th under player landon i mean do you see that validity in that or i don't think i would ever ban it because the thing about those is that you're right those are both really good models that people will take out of keyword although i'm going to you know give my hot take on stream because i have to that gwyneth is a terrible model yeah. uh, but there's substitutes to both of those models in the faction sure. so if you ban them you're like oh no i can't use gwyneth maddox to draw a bunch of cards well i guess i'll just hire sensei you instead yeah. <laughs> you know use good for a laugh instead of deja vu yeah. oh no always you <laughs> like uh so that's why i don't think honeypot's a super solid sure. ban why, like, why do you, you so why do you think gwyneth's a bad model no, he doesn't. Um, I do. Uh, ah, see, I, I told I you. Smoke that crack. Um, <laughs> so she's not very fast. All she does is draw cards, and in the late game, she just kind of doesn't have anything to do other than stone for draw out secrets to try and score points. So, like, she doesn't score points, she doesn't kill models. All she really does is draw cards. And I don't think you really need to draw cards. You don't need to 10 points so worth of I've draw cards. when I've seen her out of keyword, I did pretty much just ignore and kill everything else. Yeah, that's just what you do. <laughs> I mean, I don't get it because like, I I see her do work. She gets like one or two VPs granted just by staying alive, and you guys don't see that as a value, even though well, she's I, also I, giving you. I don't so see many how cards. she gets one or two VPs just by staying alive. By like, being a, on know. specific point and doing an action or dropping a scheme marker, like you said. Like I, well, I think Landon, okay, but any model can do that. In. I was. That's what Landon's saying, though. Is like, you don't want to ban her though because. That's you all she do does. That with almost any other model. The card draw, I guess, gets me. That being said, I think if Landon was playing Honeypot, I think you bring Gwen still or no? I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> Last game I brought Gwen, I regretted it immensely. I'm like, oh, the internet keeps telling me I'm wrong about this. Let me try it. And I'm like, no, I'm not wrong about yeah. this. This is terrible. You played her in, in the Lone Star Fold, and I think it was like round four or something like that. Yeah, I've got a recorded game, actually. I think it was round <laughs> three with Nathan uh, Luckett. Yeah, I love Nathan. And the first three rounds of the game, he called hit the jackpot right every time. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was supernatural. <laughs> You're like, how? How are you doing this? Oh. So never gamble with Goblin. That's just the, the moral of the story. Um, oh, man. I don't. Okay. I don't gamble with her. I I do this the first action because I usually don't activate her unless I already am lacking cards in my hand. So it's kind of weird whenever I see people like, oh, "I'm gonna activate her with my full hand." It's like what? <laughs> it it's kind of funny though because I think what you said there, Landon's very interesting. Where it's like, oh, if you ban this, there's other models you can pull to do similar, you know, similar things, and I think that's why I actually. A story is almost just so good to ban that it's like, if you really don't want to miss, story's just good to ban. I mean, because like you said, 10 Thunders just have so many options just for style and out of keyword that it's hard to make a good ban on them a lot of times. Yeah, and so that's why I'd say if you're trying to ban something from 10 Thunders, the one thing that we don't really have are like solid tanky models. And that's why Story and Key and Gong are my two recommendations because the um, the Horse Boy uh, Story of Than Gong or however you want to say that just Tangguan Tangguan yeah uh, really fixes that issue by just saying here is the one tanky model in my whole faction it can tank for everybody yeah you know yeah and so that will come up pretty frequently like if you're playing against monks right the one thing you want to do if you're playing against monks every time is kill the freaking totems because they're squishy and cheap mm -hmm. if, if thong guang shows up you just can't do that yep yep 
also the the fact that it's a six inch you know teleport to a model it's kind of ridiculous i think it's six or eight inches which is absurd it's six and yeah it's it's pretty yeah absurd. and it has like a pulse um, heel too doesn't it yeah it has a pulse heel it's got like a, a couple of neat things mm-hmm. yeah. i think there's ways you can deal with that model and it's not like this unbeatable model but it's definitely a model that will just like make you do a double take and fuck with your game plan yeah. if you're not prepared for it <laughs> yeah so like just don't don't deal with it just ban it yeah like I, I we plenty of times pete and i we play against it or with it and he's died uh we've seen people kill it i'm pretty sure you killed it it's just the amount of resources that it takes to kill this yeah, model that. makes him worth it yeah for sure you know, the best way I decided to kill it was to light it on fire with Sandeep and the rest of the crew. There you go. Just burn it all. Right, burn Take it the all hit, out. not from my shockwave. Yep. Every time <laughs> I hear that story, out. I'm just like, yep, <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's a mark of somebody that has never played against Sandeep. <laughs> the, um, Cue the song, Dixon. The one call out I do want to... The song? In the yeah. arms of an angel. <laughs> Sorry. Gotcha. The one call out I think that I haven't addressed though is that um, you're going to look at a scheme pool, right? And you're look at the schemes, and you're going to see like, oh, and snares in this pool. And at that exact moment in this gaining ground, you're going to go, maybe I should ban hucksters, yeah. which is the wastrel <laughs> keyword. That's wastrel. Um, we talked about banning wastrel first. Yeah, but yeah, but, but we talked that. about banning wastrel in the context of banning McCabe as a second master. Fair, fair. And like. You're, you're going to really strongly consider it if you look in the pool and you're like, that's Ensnare, and that's, uh, I don't know, what's another really good Huckster scheme? There's probably a couple other ones, but Ensnare is what really comes to mind yeah. for me, this GG oh, yeah. of like, I see that in the pool, I'm like, oh, I'll just out a keyword to Huckster. Yep. And Huckster might even die after he delivers the payload, but you won like your VPs already, so you don't care. Even, and if yeah, he exactly. doesn't die... If he scored die, two VPs, I'm good. Yeah, and if he doesn't die, you're like, well, crap, well, now what do I do? <laughs> yeah, false claims a heck of a drug. I, I mentioned if he doesn't it when, die, you do it again on turn five. Yeah, I mentioned it when I said a GG4, and I was like, okay, so what models? It's like false witnesses. Eh, so, they're, they're better, but they don't so deliver with, the payload. with the Hucksters, you can do Ensnare and then just go hide for the entire game and then just pop out and do it again turn five. I mean... Yeah, I mean, sometimes you can just Ensnare or you can false claim and then back alley away because you can do it on models that haven't activated yep. yet as opposed to models that have yeah. so you don't have to wait for last activation anymore uh, what, I, what i was gonna say is like i mean it's not like the keyword gives up fast and then oh wait that was the joke that i was setting up but like yeah. yes you can do that too <laughs> outside of keyword you don't have to do the fast thing but there are obeys and there's models that do fast and stuff too we actually don't really have that many models that give out fast. We've got, like, Sensei U, and he's keyword locked. Okay. And I think that's actually it. Really? Hmm. I thought that he gave out fast to other people. That's crazy. Well, McCabe can give out fast to minions. Oh, yeah, McCabe gives out... Right, right, of course. Um, but that's, you know, Wastrel as well, which means you can't ban Huxley. Oh, no, no, I, I, I agree with Landon. I, I, what I'm talking about is I thought that there were ways to give out fast out of keyword. Which is what Landon then verified we've that got, there is no ways. We've got Mayfang 2, I think. Yep. And then that's the only non-keyword locked one other than like McCabe minion upgrade. Hmm. Damn. From what I can recall. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah, you can't you can't just bring like sloth and you know give everybody fast. Ugh. Yeah, why well, can we ban Crossroad Seven? Is that a thing? <laughs> 
<laughs> Dude, you should have seen... can name it, but unfortunately you, they all have versatility. You should have seen when I was talking to somebody about that, and we were talking about bands, mm. and they were just like, yeah, man, I should really ban Sloth. I was like, yeah, but he's a versatile, so that don't matter. <laughs> what? Sorry, I was just looking at the cards and I saw a bunch of cards that had assassin on it that I'm just like, why? Why would you do this to to the god? Like in the light yeah, Torakage is an assassin, dude. You didn't know? Uh, I was talking more about the the fucking what you call it, the archers, because the archers are damn good. Yeah, the thunder archers or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, no, I guess you're right. I guess unless we're specifically talking about certain masters. Uh, the huckster is not going to get fast or get an extra action outside of keyword. You can get a... Obey. Uh, yeah. You can get a master level. That's it. Yeah, we get one... Or we get two master level obeys as well. Like, yeah. Three, actually. I'm sorry. I forgot about Yanlo. Mm-hmm. Yanlo, too. All right. Well, looking at bands then, we kind of got a lot of good information, I feel, for just players in general. Oh, yeah. And... I would say this. I, I don't mind bands format, but I will say it does get a little tiresome to... I'm playing Rezzers right now, so it does get tiresome for people just to ban Manos all the time because I do like bringing him out a keyword, but he does get banned a lot. I don't know if you guys get the same feeling when they ban your favorite stuff and you're just like, oh, man, so I really want to play him. When we started this, I did say that I enjoy... Uh, the whole band thing, and then I, I, I presented, like, this is one of the reasons that I'm, you know, against for the banning part. The reasons why I'm for the banning part is because I found that I'm enjoying changing my list and getting that, either even if it's a second best option. That's fair. I, I've enjoyed the, the variety. Switching it up. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay, I'm not going to have the most optimal thing. What's the second most optimal thing? Because I know sometimes, Dixon, you got to feel sad when you're playing Lucius and I keep banning Nephilim. Yes. Because I know you like playing that. Love it. It's like, it's so good and not, not many people are ready for it. And even the people that have been ready for it, unless they're like on Landon's uh, tier of player, like I'm pretty sure Angel and Landon can, in, and Cackle can defend against it. But most other people, I've never seen it win. I mean, I've never seen it lose against or, you know what I mean. Like, what is the what is the Nephilim-Lucius combo? You can here? either Just A, get my sidebar. You can either A, get one or two mature Nephilims, give them... Uh, Ancient pack to both of them, mm-hmm. and then you get two lawyers, and then Lucius won. And just enjoy drawing an absurd amount of cards. Yeah, it's it's while just giving, slamming, slamming yeah. them in, in their face, and just yeah, making it okay, difficult. Okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah, and then obeying them a bunch yeah. with the lawyers and the uh, yeah. If yeah, you're yeah, classic. expecting okay. yeah, if you're expecting them to be playing like a whole bunch of guns, you just swap out the matures for Cavern Nephilim. <laughs> it's just like oh this works <laughs> and I, w- I will say yeah, I it's you. it's better when your opponent isn't thinking about like when you see lucius a lot of times you're just like okay there's going to be a lot of scheming a lot of actions you know going to be a lot of cool stuff going on and all of a sudden you just see like mature nephilim slammed on the board and you're like yep. i was not prepared for this <laughs> why does this mature why has this mature attack five times and also have focus for like half those attacks that's this makes no sense but once you see it and you're kind of like, okay, I can kind of like, I can, I need to be prepared for this. Whereas, like I said before, like Dixon slammed it down. I'm just like, okay. And I was playing and just to let you know, Landon, I was playing uh big hat before they got the buff. 
Just ah. And I was just like, yeah, let me see this. And Dixon's like, but you have guns. I'm like, dude, this is terrible. There's just <laughs> nothing I can do against this Nephilim coming in and just graping my entire crew. Yeah. <laughs> that would happen. I, that's the reason why I was like, it's like if, if – it became Georgie can try, but yeah. he did not succeed. If if it became a a normal list, then obviously people would have answers for it. But like literally, the the dark horse element of this list has been making it win a lot more than it should. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, so it was a classic like GG zero book list, yeah. I think, and then we found other things to do. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, that's good though, because you're right. It is a challenge because you're like, okay, I can't just bring you know, old reliable here. I got to reach into the bag for something else. So it is a nice little challenge, but I also do just want to play with my toys sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think especially for like events where you're expecting a lot of out of towners or like traveling that bands can get to be a little tricky Yeah. because like bag space is already a bit of a concern while you're traveling. And you know, with bands, that's kind of like, well, you know, you only brought one or two keywords. I guess I'll ban the second keyword you brought, you know? Yeah. Yep. Or the uh, the one model I know that you brought that you need for your crew. So, like, it has some problems. I think it offers some solutions and some problems, but ultimately it's just kind of, like, what you want your event to kind of be like. And I think for, like, a competitive event that runs Double Masters, I think it's pretty helpful to have bands in the uh, in the mix. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And I, I, all the events I have played, it has not been a bad thing. It's It's been pretty decent. And I think the more knowledge that kind of the newer and mid-level players get on bands on just some things to help them along in the, in the event, I think just the better those events will be. Because, you know, if you know what to ban, it makes it, – it gives you a little bit of a leg up, right? Like it's going to help you avoid some of those painful models that maybe you just – either you don't have the skill to deal with or maybe you don't have the model to deal with because, you know, you're limited – um, not everybody can be like Pete and throw everything in the bag and go. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing I think that I want to point out, because it almost feels like I'm saying bands is bad for new players. I think it's actually almost the opposite. I think bands is generally speaking a more new player friendly format, not because new players know what to ban, but because new players were probably planning on just playing their keyword anyways. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, it's actually bands is better for those people. That is true. I didn't think about it yeah. that way. Yeah, because yeah, when, I, when I started back in GG Zero, I definitely didn't play out of keyword. I didn't actually. I didn't probably start bringing a lot of out of keyword stuff until Gaining Grounds Two. So I yeah. can see that. Yeah, because like in my mind, as a stereotypical new player, I've bought you know my keyword and like maybe a versatile or two that I think is cool. Yep. And bands doesn't touch any Correct. of that. Yeah. Yeah, and okay. literally, it, it, it's a benefit. If you want to play in keyword, like Lance would love bands, because Lance <laughs> only plays in keyword, it, think, even as I a think, 10 Thunders player. I think Europe in general likes bands. <laughs> well, yeah, but he's in Australia. It's not the same. I know. I know. <laughs> so my, my point is, uh, I think that's actually good, because all the, all the rest of us that like to dabble with all out of keyword and stuff... We're still gonna adjust. We're just gonna be like, like exactly like I said earlier. Okay, that's they're messing with my most optimal list. What's my next most optimal list? And you know, honestly, if if I'm playing against somebody and there's a model that they hate enough, that's like a super negative play experience. I'm almost okay with them banning that just so it'll be a more fun game, right? So 
Like if somebody really hates the hanged and they're like, I hate this model. I don't want to see it on the table. I would rather play a band format in that way because then I can bring something that still does the role that I want it to, but now they're not going to, you know, be tilted just from seeing the model. Yeah. I think for me as a competitive player, it kind of just informs me as to what I want to bring to the event to begin with. Yeah. Because if you know, like, you've got this list, right? And it's the perfect list. And it wins every game you've played online. But it doesn't function if you don't have, like, one out of keyword yep. model. You just shouldn't be playing that list in bands or declaring that keyword yeah, pretty, unless pretty you have crutch, a second right? list. Right? And so, you know, that's kind of, like, why I think I said at the start of the episode, I started my journey of playing Key and Gong. Because at the start of the year, I was playing Lynch and hiring Kenoichi and... You know, well, and, that was and really that's cool why and good, I, I like that I'm playing right now Yan Lo and I'm playing Molly because they can either play super heavy in keyword or you can sprinkle in some versatile or out of keyword stuff in there as well. So, like, even though Manos has been banned a bunch, me playing lately, I still haven't felt like I've been handicapped because I'm like, well, Molly's keyword's still really good. Plus, I still have the Dead Rider. Plus, I still have Valedictorian. Plus, I still have XXXX, all these models, right? So, um, yeah. So, just make sure you're playing a, a keyword where you have options. Yes. Yeah, I think that's good advice for competitive players. Dixon, any closing thoughts on uh, on bands before we wrap this no, up? No, I really like this conversation. This is very eye opening. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, especially Landon, for what, the outcasting. Oh, yeah. Landon, what about you? I, I know you got a couple plugs and, and any closing thoughts. Yeah, um, if you uh, haven't listened to us already, you know, come listen to me talk on the Danger Planet. We we do keyword tier lists, which is just a way of us saying we shoot the shit about a keyword and tell you what we like to hire and don't. And um, and I don't know what when it's coming out, but I was on there for the Sandeep keyword tier list. So sometime in the next month or two, that'll probably come out sometime on their channel, on your channel. So that'll be fun when it comes out because... Yeah, there was some uh, good conversations. Uh, Longton had some... Longton... Some spicy takes. Well, he's kind of interesting because I feel like he's very in tune with the meta, like just the overall meta of Malifaux. So he has very strong opinions on what's good and what's trash. So it made for a very interesting conversation. Yeah. That's definitely his role there <laughs> is to, you know, be the the absolute edge of the uh, the competitive advice. Yep. Yep, so got that going on. And uh, anything else, Landon? I know, are you going to be at Captain Con? I'm going to be at Captain Con. Um, also, please come to AdeptCon in March. You know, that's in uh, Illinois. Yep. Chicago. Yep, so um, got that coming up. Uh, that'll be cool. I, I think, I don't think it's going to be quite as big as the Houston tournament, but there's going to be a lot of people at that Captain Con tournament, so that's going to be fun. For sure. It's always one of the larger events of the year, yep. which is impressive considering it's in all the way in Rhode yeah. Island, right? <laughs> well, and I've actually, I've almost just made it where I've decided I'm going to do Rhode Island and Houston as my two like big, big tournaments of the year. Eventually, you know, when the kid graduates high school, I'll probably branch out to maybe two more tournaments throughout the year. And, uh, but those are two good ones. Yeah, they're two excellent ones. And I would, I would definitely recommend if you were, thinking about traveling getting out to those events because those are i think for me the two do not miss foe yeah they're they're the most fun just in general not not always like there's going to be always a good amount of players and a good amount of decent competition and good players and 
also a lot of just new players who are also just happy to uh, get some games in as well. So I think until next time, this was a great episode. Hopefully everybody got something out of it. And until next time, make sure you guys are flipping cards, flipping tables. <laughs>